Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The times of the judges were some of the darkest days in Israel's history. One of the defining statements of that period is found in Judges 17.6. In those days there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Israel had no national leader to keep them on track. Another statement that defined the period of the judges is found in 1 Samuel 3.1. The word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. People weren't hearing from the Lord. And it wasn't because the Lord had nothing to say to Israel. It was because Israel wasn't listening. That began to change with a woman named Hannah. Hannah was barren. She couldn't have children. And more than anything in the world, Hannah wanted to have a son. She agonized over her plight for years. Until one day, she went to the house of God in Shiloh and poured out her heart. The Bible says she was in bitterness of soul, and she wept sore as she prayed. She told the Lord that if he would give her a son, she would give that son back to him to be raised in the house of God. God heard Hannah's prayer, and he gave her a son. Hannah named him Samuel, which means heard of God. And at the proper time, Hannah brought Samuel to the house of God in Shiloh to be raised as a servant of the Lord. Things weren't great at the Lord's house in those days. The work of God was led by a priest named Eli, who wasn't a totally ungodly man, but his great failure was in the fact that his two sons, who helped him in the work of God, were exceedingly wicked, and Eli did little or nothing to correct them. The Bible says Eli's sons, Hophni and Phinehas, were so vile that the people of Israel had no desire to go to the house of the Lord and offer sacrifices anymore. God was not pleased. Meanwhile, the Bible says Samuel grew and ministered before the Lord. So while there were things happening at the house of God that displeased the Lord, there was also something going on behind the scenes at the house of God that greatly pleased the Lord and that would change everything for Israel. Day after day, year after year, Hannah's son was growing into a young man whom God would use for his glory. When Samuel was a little older, about 12 or 13 years of age, he was following his daily routine of service as he had faithfully done for years. He went to bed one night in his own room just down the hall from Eli on what surely seemed like just another regular evening. Everything was dark, still, and peaceful. Samuel had just dozed off to sleep. Suddenly, the silence was broken by a voice. Samuel. The voice woke Samuel from his sleep, and he knew immediately what he was supposed to do. He jumped out of bed and ran down the hall to Eli's room. Here I am, for you called me. Samuel's proclamation aroused Eli from his slumber. Uh, what, what? Samuel said, here I am, you called me. Eli chuckled and said, uh, I didn't call you, son, go back to bed. Obediently, without complaint, Samuel turned, walked back to his room, and went back to bed. Everything was still and quiet again. Both Eli and Samuel were just about back to sleep. When Samuel was awakened by that same voice a second time, Samuel. Without hesitation, Samuel once again got up and ran down the hall to Eli's room. Here I am, for you called me. Eli woke up, looked at Samuel, shook his head, and said, uh, I didn't call you, son. Now go back to bed. Samuel turned, 
went back to his room, and lay down again. He lay there in the dark stillness, when, for the third time, he heard the same voice call his name, Samuel. He jumped out of bed, and in unquestioning obedience proceeded once again down the hall to Eli's room. Here I am, for you called me. This time, Eli knew for sure what was going on. The Lord was calling Samuel. You have to wonder if Eli wasn't thinking of the days many years before when the Lord used to speak to him. Eli did exactly the right thing. He told Samuel how to respond. Son, go back to your bed. And if you hear that voice calling your name again, you answer by saying, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. Eli watched him turn and walk away, knowing that Samuel's life was about to be changed, that God was introducing himself to this good young man. Samuel went back to bed and he waited. Sure enough, he heard the voice again. This time, it called his name twice. Samuel. Samuel. Samuel answered as Eli had instructed him. Speak, for thy servant heareth. Then young Samuel listened, as God told him that he was about to bring judgment on Eli and his sons, as he had warned Eli he would. When God was finished speaking, Samuel lay in his bed wide awake for the rest of the night, until it was time for him to get up and perform his daily tasks. As awed as Samuel was that God had spoken to him, he was also afraid to tell Eli what the Lord had said. Eli urged Samuel to tell him, and when he did, Eli said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seemeth him good. From that day forward, people began to understand that Samuel was hearing the word of the Lord. The Bible says, The Lord let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel knew that Samuel was established to be a prophet of the Lord. Things in Israel were about to improve immensely because there was now a young prophet in Shiloh who listened to the Lord. Christian, we each have God's perfect words in our possession. Are you listening to him? Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay.